Hey, Paul Dini, one of the brains behind the Batman animated series and subsequent equally awesome shows. Neat! We open with the installation of some kind of new power core on Cybertron, meant to triple their power reserves. So impressive is this thing that it causes Springer to speak with the voice of Rodimus. That power core will keep Cybertron lit for centuries! Meanwhile, the Quintessons, well, not the five-faced ones we've come to know and loathe, but some other creepy variety, do what they do best, lurk about and make expository comments about what we've just seen. They tell us about their original creations, before the Transformers, a race of part-monster, part-robot creatures known as Transorganics. And you know, while I'm not keen on robots that turn into animals, I'm totally fine with animals who are part-robot. Don't try to understand the difference. Just accept it. I like these things. In the course of their mad science experiments, the Quintessons' creations turned against them. And yet, they went and built the Transformers after that anyway. You'd think these evil geniuses might have learned their lesson after the first time. But you'd think wrong. The Quints plan to release one of the Transorganics, who's still preserved below the surface of Cybertron someplace. I guess the plan is for this thing to kill the Autobots, so the Quintessons can retake the planet. Presumably the monster they were unable to defeat last time would just harmlessly disappear once it's killed off their enemies. Meanwhile on Char, Galvatron yells at his guys. Another day at the office. Except today he has weird motion lines coming out of his head for an uncomfortably long time. The Quintessons show up and interrupt the proceedings. <laughs> Please, Galvatron. You can't lay one bad experience on the doorstep of the whole Quintesson race. Besides, how can you be so certain we are the ones who betrayed you? Well, you all do look alike. Whoa, space racism. Spacism. The Quints tell Galvatron about the new Autobot generator, setting him up to go release the unspeakable horror under the planet. And he totally falls for it. So the Decepticons just go to Cybertron, which is supposed to have, you know, security systems and stuff. But whatever. Oh, there's the Autobots. And look, unspeakable horrors. A gorilla with tentacles. A giant yellow bear with a robot's face. Terrifying. Actually, though, like I said, I'm a fan of these guys. Seeing Decepticons fight half-robot monsters is A-OK -okay with me. And here come more victims. You know them as Autobots. Some pretty fantastic action sequences follow, but they're pretty boring to summarize. Trust me, this is some of the better action this show has ever delivered this side of the movie. Most of it focuses on this giant leech thing that sucks the energy out of everything it encounters. It's pretty badass. Oh, and it turns the other guys into energy vampires as well. Even more badass. In general, this concept is handled quite well here. Certainly much better than it will be handled in the upcoming Return of Optimus Prime. Being an energy vampire, the thing heads for the largest power source it can find. The Autobot's new power core. Which actually makes sense and doesn't feel contrived. Which just feels weird, given what we've become accustomed to in this series. But no, this all makes perfect sense. They lure the thing to the power core, then they eject it into space. Where it naturally goes after the Quintessons. A little predictable, perhaps, but it makes sense. I have a soft spot for an episode that makes sense and has badass monster fights in it. Call me sentimental, I guess. 